Hi, I'm Tom Johnson. I'm at the Intelligent Content Conference, and I'm talking with Toby Crabtree. Uh, Toby, can you tell us a little bit, what are you presenting on, and uh, what spurred your interest in, in this topic? Absolutely. So um, I'm presenting on Ivy, Ask Ivy. It's Intel's virtual HR agent. It's a new technology where a virtual agent, some people have gone out, and you see it on a, an airline website where it's a virtual agent that you're able to go in and ask questions, and, um, and then she's going to respond back, or he or she's going to respond back. And so we developed something like that internally for our, our employees for HR content. And part of the reason why I wanted to come here to this conference is to develop more of an understanding about overall content strategy, how we can develop that using our virtual agent as well as tying into the different channels that we have. So the concept of a virtual agent is kind of new to a lot of people, I think. Mm -hmm. um, can you give us an example? Like you mentioned an airline. Can I walk us through what happens? Uh, something pops up on the screen. What does it say? What is, how does it respond? Yeah, so um, there's a lot of times, like I said, on a, an airline website. So there's a number of airlines where you go out. And some of them have it where it pops up as you're looking for a flight. And they, it may pop up and say, where are you looking to fly to? Or how can I help you today? And you type it a question and it's able to give a response. Um, sometimes people will go out there and they're able to program them live time. Like when the Icelandic volcano hit, uh, they were able to answer over 10,000 questions in a day based on what was happening with that event. So it, it really allows a lot of scalability. It specifically works for more repeatable first-line questions uh, and that's really the ideal sweet spot that it works in. So why is it that people would want to interact with a virtual agent rather than just typing a question into a, a knowledge base? You know, what's what is special about this, like live, the sense of a live person? Yeah. So there's uh, one is it is that sense of a live person, and so instead of just having lots of content coming back where you're searching through trying to find the right answer, the virtual agent one is often going to speak in a tone like a human being would speak in. So there's that virtual intel agent um, intel intelligent content piece of it uh, and really it's it's that connection that you can make to the virtual agent they if it's programmed correctly it should give you an answer that's more like someone speaking to you in language that you can understand getting you straight to the content that you need to access hmm. versus having to sift through um, a search result that could get bring you back tens thousands of hmm. pages sometimes what, what would you say is the most like difficult issue or challenge you face in trying to configure this sort of virtual experience? Great question. I, I would say the biggest challenge is figuring out where to start and how deep you need to go. And so there's a lot of content that you can build out. Ours in particular is around HR topics for our employees. HR is very expansive. And so trying to find the right level of information that employees or your customers, whomever it is, that they want to access, mm -hmm. getting that right um, level of content to get them interested, to get them in there so that you can also get more information about where to continue to build. So it, a lot of it is that starting point, figuring out how deep you need to make it, hmm. how it's going to be relatable to the, em the employees or the customers, and then expanding from there. And a lot of it is about iteration. You hmm. put it out there, you get information, you get feedback, you find out what's working, what's not, you change it, and you put it out there again. It's a continual cycle. Now, it seems like programming this kind of experience would be expensive, involve a team of programmers, custom built things. What sort of scenario does this fit? Is this only for major airlines who have a couple million to spend on this? Or how, like, what's the extent of applicability for this solution? 
it depends a bit on what the person is looking to do or the company is looking to do. So you're right, it can be expensive. There are, um, if you are looking for something where you can deploy it pretty easily, there are some agents that you can copy over mm. what they have and use some of that, what they call natural language, the way that it, the agent is able to understand that information. So there are some things that you can copy over. We were in a little different situation because it is so unique and it was the first of its kind. So we had nothing mm. to copy over. But ideally what you're looking for is that sweet spot of um, maybe a lot of uh, online content and mm. you're looking to help navigate. If you have a lot of repeatable questions that have the same answer uh, that are going to live agents, you can get a lot of savings. Saving that time from going to a live person to that virtual agent and then your live agents, your actual people there helping, they're there to help with more complex questions. Mm. So that's really the sweet spot you want to look for is how many repeatable questions do you have, whether it's IT, whether it's customer support, whether it's customer service for um, for any type of clothing line, those types of things, that's kind of your sweet spot that you want to be looking for. Did, did you ever compare uh, like a before and after scenario? Like this was before we implemented the live agent, we had you know tons of frustrated users or whatever, and this is after? Um, yes, we've been looking at that. It hasn't been live for uh, that long. We've actually just hit our year mark. So okay. it's been, it's pretty new and we're still developing and expanding. We're following that iterative cycle. So figuring out what type of content we need to bring in and expand. So there's a lot of work that we've done that is something we're constantly looking at to say, okay, what is that user experience? How are they feeling? We have done a couple of user experience tests in time where we've seen that um, improvement over the experience, made changes to the agent based on that, the content based on that, um, but that it is still a work in progress since it is so new. If somebody wants to find out more information about like virtual agents, what should they search for? Or what resources would you guide them to? Uh, you could just do a search for intelligent virtual agent. Uh, that would be your first start. That's how it's known or an IVA is typically okay. how it's known out there. Um, that, that would be your first spot. It is a smaller network and it's a smaller industry. And so once you get out there and get connected, you can start to find those different pieces. Um, I certainly would be happy to talk to anybody that was interested as well and, and helping okay. guide them to some different resources. Um, it is a little bit of a niche industry right now, and so it's a little bit smaller. It's, it's once you get out there and get connected, it's pretty easy to get some, in, okay. some additional information. Well, thanks, Toby. Is there anything else you wanted to say? Any question I didn't ask that you wanted to answer? Um, I, you know, I don't think so. I think you asked a lot of great questions. It really was a, um, it's a, a great innovative technology that I'm hoping people will okay. start to look at more and look at the uses for it. I think within the, the realm of content strategy, there's a lot of ways to apply it and there's a lot of great uses and I'm excited to see this technology grow as more people come in and the capability grow. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a lot of fun and I encourage anybody that's interested in it and thinks they might have an avenue for it to look into it. All right. Well, thanks, Toby. Thank you.